With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Bay Sports brought to you by our good friends at Gold Key Roofing. I'm on at goldkeyroofing.com. Licensed and locally owned since 1975. Um... We're still not closer in our state to having Hard Rock flip the switch on to allow sports betting as that got delayed and who knows, may get pushed back more. Uh, but there are plenty of people to wake up on Sunday morning and may open up their favorite app and take a look and see not just about what team they may like, but what the prop world is throwing their way. Uh, this story is an interesting one. Uh, David Purdom is a good friend of the show, as a guest a number of times and covers sports gambling at ESPN. And uh, Dave wrote a story that uh, is interesting because somebody else had told me about this, not to the extent that Dave wrote that took off. But, uh, David, first, welcome back. Good morning. How are you? Dude, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start. Um, Look, props have become uh, massive. Uh, Remember when you and I talked years ago? Yeah, it's kind of fun. Super Bowl. Now it's everything. Get a prop on everything. So take me through something that stood out on Sunday morning that, People compared from one site to another and said, there's a difference in odds here. Yeah. Um, a, a experienced better who runs kind of one of these social media discords, uh, that's a lot where the betting communities are gathering these days. One of the members of them uh, spotted a prop wager on FanDuel that was 200 to 1 if every team in the afternoon NFL games, the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock kickoffs, Every team involved in those games had to kick a field goal, 200 to 1 odds. He's like, hmm, that, that seems intriguing. So he went over and looked at DraftKings, and they only had it at 30 to 1. So when you see those price differentials and you see somebody at 200 to 1 and one at 30 to 1, boy, that 200 to 1 looks a lot more attractive. And it did, and he put it on his forum, and people went crazy. Over 21,000 bets, individual bets, went in on this prop at 200 to 1. And wouldn't you know it, it hit. It's only the second time, second Sunday in the last 20 years that every team involved in the afternoon games actually made a field goal during the game. couple things here. Why the disparity between the two? I think some people would say, hey, don't they kind of communicate so that there's not such a difference? I wouldn't say they communicate. They probably look at it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of an obscure uh, prop, so maybe they just didn't catch it as well. And you know, the 30 to the 1 odds are probably more egregious. Um, when we did some probability stats, uh, the probability of field goal for every team for a 12-game slate was something like 0.8%. Uh, and DraftKings would be at 0.3%, or, or excuse me, that three, uh, three thirty to 1. Um, that, that That's way off what that probability represents. So the 200 to 1 was a little aggressive. Uh, it was kind of a kind of a little bit of a gift for betters, but it certainly wasn't as egregious, egregious as the thirty to one. It ends up, as you said, more than twenty thousand people bet. How? Uh, what's a typical prop going to get as opposed to something like this that bounces such a big number? 
it depends. You know, when some of the big influencers, the personalities, a Pat McAfee or somebody like that will post one of his predicted single-game parlays or whatever, it can get tens of thousands of bets. But for something like as obscure as this, as a field goal prop, this was pretty crazy. And the 21,000 bets, the average bet size was only $6, right? Only $6 of the average. But at 200 to 1, that added up quickly, and FanDuel ended up paying out $20 million, which is one of their largest uh, payouts on a long shot at NFL prop in the company's history. As you wrote, though, as more people started betting, even if they dropped the odds, people still jumped on the opportunity because it was a pretty good price, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I saw plus one, or excuse me, 18 to one, or excuse me, 180 to one, 160 to one. It continued to drop down as people started to bet it. Um, but, you know, still at, at that price, when you're betting only a few dollars, you're getting paid out a hundred times that. Uh, it, it's a big score. Take me through, as you wrote in your piece the afternoon, because it's not like this was easy. I mean, you still had some close calls of people that had to make field goals as the afternoon progressed, right? Yeah, uh, most of the games in the early innings, it was, it was done by first half. Both teams had kicked a field goal, went into the afternoon games, kind of the same thing. Most of the teams had kicked field goals early, or at least early in the second half. But the final one did go down to the final final seconds, and that was that Giants-Cardinals wild game, a big comeback by the Giants. And it came down to Graham Gano, uh, 34 yards with 19 seconds left for the Giants. If he makes it, the parlay bet is complete. If he misses, it's not. So it came down to that. Gano kicked it through, and there was a lot of partying going on on Twitter and everywhere. What uh, What's the lesson learned? I mean, this fan will go, okay, guys, we got to be better at this now. What happens when something like this just jumps out? You know, I think FanDuel, when I talked to a spokesman there, they were happy about this. This is the kind of story that they like um, when you get a ton of betters, kind of recreational betters that do a win because there, there are a lot of those people are going to put that money back into play and keep going. So they were happy about it. You know, they I had not seen, I was checking right before the show, if they had posted a, a prop this week and the odds on the field goals again. Uh, they had not of yet, so they're probably taking a little bit closer look. I wouldn't be surprised to see it at maybe a little lower price. Maybe you're going to only get 100 to 1 this week instead of 200 to 1. How much, and I've asked this before for the years, before the audience that, that, that may not know or even a casual better, the prop, uh, uh, the, the prop bet and where it's gone from five years ago to today and how much of the overall market has the prop bet become? Yeah, you kind of mentioned at the beginning, you and I used to talk, and these things were pretty much reserved for the Super Bowl, right? You yeah. know, all these different prop bets they would put out. But now it's game by game. Uh, you can bet on everything from who's going to score the first touchdown, who's going to score the last touchdown, to over under on rushing yards, passing yards. And it's increased in popularity throughout uh, this last five years since we've had sports betting legalization around the nation. Uh, as far as it, how much of a, a market it, it, it uh, accounts for, um, it's difficult to tell. It can vary, I think. But it's right up there with the pregame point spread now and, and uh, you know, over-under total pre-match thing. And the other different thing is you can bet these things throughout a game, right? They'll adjust the odds on a player, Patrick Mahomes, passing yards, and you'll be able to bet it throughout the game. And people do that. So it's accounting for a lot more of the market share than originally. Let me ask you a couple of other notes before we let you go here. There was a lot of discussion when Aaron Rodgers goes down about what sports books should do regarding injuries and refunds. What's the, what's the feedback you heard regarding that? Well, that is a controversial subject, and it's kind of crazy to me if a sports book 
uh, it decides, hey, you know what, that was a tough break on that injury. We're going to refund uh, all the bets. And, yeah, they get some publicity about it, but uh, I, I don't see much harm for it. The professional bettors who have been limited by these sports books or, or banned altogether and, and are not allowed to play there anymore, it really makes them mad. They feel like I had a good analogy from a, a professional better. It's like, you know, we're fine paying our taxes, but when I see somebody that doesn't have to pay their taxes and they're getting refunds, well, then that kind of, you know, irks us off a little bit. So uh, that, that's where they're at on that. It's a controversial subject, but, hey, you know what? Who's not, not, not complaining about the people that got their money back. What's the Deion Sanders factor in the betting world? It's crazy. It's absolutely wild. Colorado football games, you know, this is a team that was unranked coming off a one-win season. Uh, Colorado football games are the most popular bet on the board. Uh, right now, Colorado has more bets and more money wagered on them to win the national championship uh, than any other team. And they're 100-to-1 long shots. You know, people and bookmakers are saying, you know, these guys are betting them like they're the outright favorites, and they're a huge long shot. So it's been pretty impressive, pretty incredible, the uh, interest from betters that Dion has, uh, has garnered. I'm just curious, and it happens a couple of times, the Monday night doubleheader um, mm-hmm. has to be interesting to the gambling world. It used to be, hey, you got one last game to bail yourself out, and I got two on uh, on these doubleheader Mondays. You know, I asked a couple guys about that. I was wondering, so instead of one individual game where all the money is piled on into it, uh, does it divide it up between the two games, or do you actually get more handle on the two? And they said that you do get more handle. Uh, the Saints-Carolina game, the early game on this Monday, it got a little bit less handle than, than the Browns-Pittsburgh uh, game. Um, but, you know, there was plenty of money on it. Bookmakers are saying, yeah, overall we're going to get more action. And that Saints-Carolina game, if that was bundled in a one o'clock slate with 10 other games or whatever, it wouldn't have gotten nearly as much as it did by being on Monday night. Last question. It's not necessarily connected to sports gambling, but I'm curious your thoughts on the cyber attack at MGM and what the industry does in something like that. I mean, it, it's significant, and I would imagine everybody in the gambling industry does a pause and kind of wonders about that fear of something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, transcends outside of the betting world to the gambling world and to, to, to online banking and payment processing. Everybody is concerned about this and has to be very careful with their data. Uh, you know, last around last Thanksgiving, uh, FanDuel and DraftKings both endured a pretty significant cyber attack on there where people broke into people's betting accounts and were able to withdraw money out of them. Uh, so there is a concern about that through the industry, and they're working hard to try to fight as best they can. Uh, David's on uh, Twitter or X uh, at David uh, Pertimus, P-U-R-D-U-M. Good catching up, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. You got it, Mark. Um, how about that? 201, and people jumped on it, about a field goal in every game. And it did come down to Graham Gano's kick to win it for the Giants. But uh, Makes me want to start looking into those prop bets. Oh, I'm not quite sure you're going to find 200 to one after what they went through, but as uh, David said, it was good coverage for them, and uh, it'd be hard pressed to find. I bet those odds uh, for uh, this week. We come back. Uh, college football's big weekend coming up, and a good friend Cam Miller from College Football Network on what to watch next. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.